0: Every step of the way, as Hulk Hogan is on his way, and there you can see, that's Hulk Hogan's limo, that's the motorcade, the police escorts, they are en route to the impact zone, this is just moments away, Hulk is going to be here on impact. The anticipation, the excitement is building rapidly, the is almost here! (laughs) I just talked to him on the phone, maybe 5-10 minutes ago, Hulk is on his way.
1: Hulk Hogan's motorcade, closing in on the impact zone, I'm told they're just... Flew a few blocks away, we'll have the arrival next, right here on Impact. You know something, guys? I've been in the back all day long.
0: I know it doesn't make a lot of sense, but work with me on this. The hook.
1: You're fucking retard, okay?
0: Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. Thank you for joining us. My name is Joey.
1: My name is Chris. How
0: are you doing, Chris? I'm doing good.
1: How are you doing? Pretty
0: good. We're going to do something a little different uh, than what we normally do when we record these shows. Uh, We do have a couple of uh, news items to talk about. Uh, Two sad ones, one very sad one. Uh, We'll start off with a listener email. And then after, after we do all those three things, we're going to... Basically, we're recording the show Sunday night, January the third, one day before the quote-unquote restarting of the Monday Night War, yes. for one night only. <laughs> right. So far, <laughs> for the time being. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So this is going to be our before reaction to WWE versus TNA for the first time ever. Yes. Uh, at least on a Monday Night scale, yeah. and then uh, we're going to come back after we have watched both shows and give our you know, post-show response about it. Exactly. So that's what we're doing on today's show. Really hope you enjoy it.
1: So let's get to it.
0: Let's get to it. We'll start off with an email from U.S. Adam.
1: Yes, U.S. Adam, one of our longest fans, one of our biggest fans, I, I think it's safe to say.
0: Friend of the show. Friend of the
1: show. Yes. Um, Adam says, great show again. I like the reintroduction. I love hearing your memories and thoughts on events from wrestling's past. It's something I know more about since I don't watch TNA and I don't watch a lot of WWE. A <laughs> uh, couple of things. First, you were talking about Davey Richards stepping up in ROH as the next big name. Brian, Brian Danielson gave a great farewell speech in his second DGUSA show in Chicago, putting Davey over as the next guy people need to chant best in the world for. Wow! So there you uh, go, an endorsement right yeah. there. Uh, and Adam says I agree, and as do I. As I do I too. Um, as far as WWE noticing him, supposedly they already have. According to a recent interview, WWE tried to sign him, or at least expressed interest, and he said that's not what he wants, which I can I can see him saying yeah. that, actually. I think
0: I read the same interview, actually. Yeah.
1: Um, he pretty much said that what he's doing right now is his true passion. He loves wrestling, and he didn't get involved to be a big money-making star. This is almost exactly the same thing Danielson said back in 2005. Well, that's <laughs> like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Danielson had a match on Velocity years ago against John Cena before Cena became a star, so he had tryouts and his connection to HBK also helped.
0: This is Uh, true. I saw that match. I have it on tape. Yeah, I kind (laughs) of
1: remember that. Um, supposedly Danielson had been approached by WWE several times, and he said he wanted to stick with the indies for a little while longer. Um, in the long run, I think it will work to his advantage. Had he signed back then, whenever that was... He would have been shipped off to developmental, and who knows after that. Right. Mm -hmm. Working in the Indies the past four years, he really perfected a lot of his look, style, and skill.
0: I agree with that as well.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. And, I mean, just thinking about it, I mean, how much further can Danielson go in Ring of Honor?
0: Exactly, and you hear, you know, you hear these rumors about, you know, especially when the McGinnis-Danielson thing was so hot, the signing, and you heard that both guys, you know, WWE, in a very uncharacteristic move on their part, yeah. Said that they were going to overshoot development. They were going to, like, go right past development and bring them on. Yeah. Whenever they're ready to bring them on, they're coming up to the main shows. Yeah. They didn't even do that with CM Punk. Right. Yeah. He told around for about a year. Yeah. So, there, there goes to show you they did the right thing. Yeah. Sorry, go um, ahead. Back, back to his email.
1: Adam continues. Um what was it? And now sounds like WWE wants him to bypass FCW and start in the main roster. Sorry to take away that one from you, USA. Um, Davey Richards may, might be doing the same thing, or maybe he really does not want to be in the WWE or TNA. We'll see. We'll see. Moving on. Um, I want to know if you guys are going to WrestleMania this year, and if so, will you try to attend ROH and Dragon Gate USA shows that weekend? With both uh, DGUSA and ROH running shows in the same city the same weekend, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, uh, so put, you, putting us on the spot, but yeah.
0: I really, really, really want to go. That being said,
1: I think we can make it happen. I think we're about eighty percent sure we're probably going to be going.
0: Yeah, and I think it goes without saying: if we can make it out there, we're going to make. Uh, I, there's no way we can't go to both all yeah. all three shows. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I would, I, I would, it would be hard to make that decision. But if I had to choose between going to a DGUSA or ROH show as opposed to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Might go to one of their shows instead. I the would Hall go
1: to the shows instead. Yeah,
0: it'd be a tough decision. Yeah. Especially, you know. Okay, I'll put you on the spot, Chris. Yeah. Uh Let's say Dragon Gate is yeah. holding that show, right. uh, the night of the Hall of Fame, and this is the year they put Macho Man in. I
1: wow. <laughs> um. <laughs> See, we got to
0: jump off that bridge when we come to it. Yeah,
1: then. I, I couldn't say for sure what my decision would be. See, there you go. It, it all depends on if I bought the ticket beforehand. Yeah. So
0: well, we'll see. I I would hope, I would think that everybody is aware of what the schedules are for these things yeah. and they will make sure, well, especially these, these, they want to have the biggest audience possible. Yeah. So it would be stupid for them to. Well, that's
1: what Ring of Honor did last year. They made sure they went an hour earlier than they had said just so they could get out in time for the, the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So and I'm you, sure
0: some of their people wanted to go too.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, some of their people did go because yeah. we saw them. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't imagine that there will be any scheduling conflicts or no. anything. I think we can bypass access again. Oh, yeah. But uh, otherwise, yeah, we'll be going to... When we go, we'll be doing everything. Yeah. So and that's, no that's not to
0: pee on access. It's just, like, those other things went over it. I'd much rather see wrestling than... Yeah, than getting maybe a pitcher. Yeah. You
1: know. Yeah. So... Um. Sorry. Wait, you don't that?
0: have to buy autographs once you have your ticket for access. That's the Do You cool have to part. pay for autographs in there. No, I'm saying that's the cool thing about access oh, is okay. that your ticket pays for it. Is if you can get in the queue, then you're good. Yeah. You know, I like that part about it. Yeah. It's better
1: than the average convention. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, Adam continues. Adam continues. Finally, have you guys watched DG USA yet? No, we no, still no, have. not no I still have. Still pretty far Gu- Guilty. <laughs> um, I just got the first uh, two shows in the mail. Uh the Philly one I was at live and the Chicago one.
0: Oh. Yeah, he did a great review of that. Uh, it's one of our on a, one of our old shows, so yes. go check it out.
1: They are very entertaining. It's still not as amazing as the original Dragon Gate, but it's still but it's got great potential. As soon as you guys watch any of them, please share your thoughts. Be warned that if you watch the first show in Philly, Don Marie's announcing it is worse on DVD than it was live. Wow. wow. And that's saying a lot because I was horrified experiencing it live. I remember reading that. Yeah. I remember that too. We were, yeah. we were heartbroken, but yeah. I mean, he calls it like he sees it, and I, I trust his opinion. But on DVD, uh, you can hear everything. Half the time at the live show, I couldn't even hear. I honestly thought she gave up mid-sentence many times and sat back down A couple of times she got out of the ring while she was talking, which just looked bad <laughs> Luckily, uh, they got a professional announcer for Chicago As far as the commentary, they did a great job at adding Lenny Leonard from FIP, I think yeah. That's not
0: the guy that was in the West Hollywood Blondes, was it? The guy that um, throws the birthday parties? that's no, Lenny Lane. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I,
1: just, had to, I had to plug an old show I again <laughs> um, Leonard F. Jacarson. Now former director of fun for Chikara. I was going to say, does he work for Chikara? Yeah. And Chikara founder Mike Quackenbush. Ah, yes. If you have never heard these guys before, you will be pleasantly surprised. They are great. Chikarson and Quackenbush do a lot of commentary for Chikara. I have heard them because I did get that like Best of Chikara okay. uh, DVD. Um, I'm assuming that they're the ones that did commentary. It's been a while since I watched it. Okay. Uh, Thanks again. I really can't wait for your Fantasy Tag Tournament. Is there going to be any involvement with the listeners as far as advancement in the tournament itself? U.S. Adam.
0: How funny you ask, U.S. Adam. (laughs) Thank you for that email. Boy, he segued us into that, because I actually wanted to do that real briefly. We are going to do the Tag Team Tournament, although I am going to put it on hold until we get... I want to get a dozen listeners. I want to get a dozen listeners on the panel. So us... And let's say 10 listeners, so that makes it a dozen people on All the right. panel. We need a minimum of 12 people to do this thing. Thanks. You know, maybe 13 to make it odd, so there's no t- chance of a tie. I don't know. Baker's I've, dozen. Baker's dozen, yeah. So we are going to do it, and I've got the teams. It's going to be a huge tournament. We're it's gonna retarded. We, c- <laughs> we could actually basically milk this for a year once it gets going.
1: Yeah, because that list you gave me that spanned, what, like two and a half pages or something? Yeah. Insane like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. There's no, and there's no space on that page. I was like, all right. So we can milk this for at least half a year and maybe do it every year after that. Who knows? But we, but first things first, anybody who wants to be involved in this tournament, first come, first serve, send us an email, whs at wrestlinghouseshow.com.
1: Yeah. Just, just show us the interest so we'll know when to, when to start it up.
0: All right. Great. Okay. Moving on. Um, let's get, let's get the, now we've done the great listener email. Let's get the bad news out of the way. Um, we had a death in the re- in the pro wrestling world. Yes. Um. So, Doctor Death, Steve Williams. Yes. And everybody, you know, it, it happened last week, uh, a couple of days before uh, New Year's, I believe. Um, the
1: 29th, I think it was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, it's just really sad because I know that he had been. Really struggle in the last few years. Yeah,
1: I well for the past year we've been reading because I follow Wrestlers Rescue pretty yeah. closely, um, wrestlersrescue.org, dot org. Actually, um, they just formed a new street team, so go join that. I joined it yesterday. Yeah. Founded so, by
0: Don Marie. Founded we... by Don Murray.
1: But um, I mean, because they were helping him out with his uh, the the voice box that he needed and things yes. like that, and and uh, actually I read a a write a write up that Don had written about Steve Williams after his passing. So yeah. it. It got me a little teary eyed. It was wow. it was pretty sad.
0: All right, we will we'll link that then because yeah. I you know I think everybody needs to. Read it's, like, that. it's
1: on the uh, rescuerescue uh, uh, page. So. Yes,
0: and we have a banner up for that on our page. Yes. So if you can't find it, if you didn't hear that, just go to ours. You know whatever. Just read it any way you can. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: I'm still I still haven't read it yet because I know I'll probably get that way. Yeah. But I'm going to. And I mean I wasn't I mean. The only times I really ever even saw Doctor Death was he had that short stint in WWE in the late '90s. Yeah, and uh, the failed Bra for All uh, concept. Yeah, and then he like had a feud with uh, uh, Bob Holly for a little while. Yeah, like very, very briefly. Because I remember, (laughs) I remember them fighting through like a. It was like a fraternity house or something. I remember that. Yeah, they
0: crashed. uh, They crashed. uh, They were they were making fun of uh, the Raw Nitro parties i mean, oh, sorry, the yeah. raw, not the raw Nitro, the yeah. Monday Nitro parties yeah. that the frat houses are doing. So they decided to do one, um, you know, parody of it. And, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Someone got thrown into a fish tank or something. Something, I saw, ridiculous something like, that. like that,
1: yeah.
0: But, yeah, I, uh, the first, we you know, like we talked about in the repilot, I watched NWA in the late 80s. And I saw Dr. Dusty Williams as part of the Varsity Club yeah. with uh, Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotunda, and Rick Steiner to a degree. And uh, he won the NWA tag titles with Mike Rotunda. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's really interesting, you know, because, you know, of course, anytime someone like this goes, it, most people, at least any kind of super fans, going to look back on their career. And uh, there was some stuff I didn't see that I had read about before, but Chris, you reminded me of it um, just going over his bio. He, he won a tag title with a very interesting individual. Yeah,
1: he was actually, uh, he actually started his career at Mid South in like 89 and uh was it, 89? it was 79 was it, i think uh, yeah it was like early 80s oh, sorry yeah 82 82 yeah um because he was actually trained by bill watts and buddy landell so he of course he started in watts's mid-south wrestling in uh 82 oh. um he actually was a um mid-south tag team champion with ted dibiase wow a million dollar man <laughs> yeah pre-million dollar man yeah <laughs>
0: So, yeah, that's really cool, and I remember he was a unified NWA and, like, world tag team champion Mm -hmm. in the mid-90s with Terry Bam Bam Gordy, and they were the fucking toughest tag team of that time, of that generation, because that was the first team I ever saw with the Steiner Brothers' ass, (laughs) convincingly, too. I mean, they had to clash the champions. They were doing a tournament for these belts to unify them. Mm Um, Or no, it was for one of the belts. They had brought back the NWA tag titles because they had split off because they become WCW. So they brought the NWA belts back for some reason. And this was for those belts. Right. And they beat the Steiners like in the semis. I mean, it was ridiculous. This wasn't a finals. This was like they got them out early.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was like, wow. Because I had seen those guys individually. I saw Gordy and the Freebirds. And I saw Dr. Death and the Varsity Club. When they teamed together, it was just like monster team. And those guys were already killers in Japan. Yeah. So.
1: Well, yeah, I, re- I remember Doctor Death was actually one of those early uh, PlayStation uh, WWF video games, like in Attitude or one of those. Yeah. One of those really bad games that was horrible to play. Yeah. But I remember because they did the voices, and whenever. The characters were introduced in the ring. They would have like a catchphrase that they said, and one of one of Doctor Death's was "I'm big in Japan." That's what he said when the match started. Really? Yeah, I, remember well, I that. forgot about that. Yeah, and he he was big in Japan because I was looking up his uh, bio. Um, he wrestled in All Japan. He was a uh, the Triple Crown champion there you go. at one point, and he was actually an eight time tag champion in All Japan. Uh, was that
0: with Was that with Gordy?
1: Five times with uh, Terry Gordy, one time with Gary Albright, one time with Vader, and one time with Johnny Ace. Wow. I'd like to see Vader and a Doctor oh, Death team. Oh my god,
0: that's <laughs> ridiculous. The, the two stiffest hitters. Yeah. Well, no disrespect to like Stan Hansen. Right. Um, but yeah. So now they're the unified tag team champions in the Afterlife. Yeah, both those guys. That's <laughs> kind of sad actually, but
1: Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and
0: that failed run. That was such a. That's kind of a missed opportunity too. Because um, actually, weirdly enough, I heard a, a Jim Cornette interview from a radio show the other day, and it's a kind of a recent one because it was it was a few months ago, so before S- Steve Williams died, and Jim Cornette was ripping on Russo and Ferreira and he actually blames them for Dr. Death not getting his second chance in WWE because he said that they put him in this stupid brawl for all concept. Yeah. He gets hurt doing it. Yeah. And he loses his push. Yeah. And plus, yeah, because he got knocked out by Bart Gunn yeah. and it killed his career. He was the toughest guy. They built him up to win it. Yeah. They ba- I heard that they actually, I, and Cornette didn't say this, but I heard that they created the brawl for all gimmick just as a way to get Dr. Death over. Because oh, it was really? like, well, if we put him in there, he's going to win it. Yeah. No. Wow. <laughs> it backfired on him. <laughs> yeah. Backfired on a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. Speaking of Johnny Ace, his buddy yeah. Bart Gunn, yeah. there you go. Wow. Yeah, You. anybody that's seen WrestleMania 15 knows what's up with that. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, since I was exposed to him back around that time, I went back and watched some of the other matches that I could find, like on YouTube and everything. And yeah. it, was like, it was really awesome. Yeah. I, mean, I can't Roof say enough
0: okay. about him. And his... You know, and to put a little positive spin on it, you know, because I'd get into a whole soapbox about how we still haven't cured cancer, and it's just like when when's it going to be cured? But I I will say, as a positive note, Doctor Death Steve Williams' influence is really still seen to this day, and will continue to be seen with the future stars. And I think the biggest one is the best tie-in is a fellow OU graduate, Jack Swagger. His two main moves yeah. are Doctor Death Steve Williams' two moves.
1: Uh, variations of yeah, the yeah, variations of the Doctor Baum and the Oklahoma Stampede. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean And they're I, still amazing moves. I mean
0: I always smile when I see those and I'm really glad that you know that, that just shows you so if you didn't know anything about him before, now you know you you can see his influence on a weekly basis. Yeah. So and how can I, you not root for Jack Swagger after that? Yeah, <laughs> and I
1: believe that a few times on the independent scene that uh, Swagger and Williams actually did team up. Really, A couple times. Wow. I could be wrong. I'm not looking at that right now, but I think they did actually a couple times. I would like to see that. Yeah.
0: And you know, t- to Doctor Death's credit, you know, after he got diagnosed with the cancer, he still did ring time after that. Yeah. He had the surgery and all this other stuff, and he 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 appeared in the ring a few times. I saw pictures. Yeah. And I I met the man. I yeah. shook the man's hand at uh, this WrestleCon. Uh back in 04 and uh he was uh he his voice was really shot yeah. so i don't know if that was you know the early stages I'm of sure cancer was, yeah. but he was a solid guy really really super nice he was always smiling and he was really cool to everybody yeah. and so there you go That's cool i'd like to you know I haven't heard much. Uh, maybe I missed it, but I didn't hear much blogging from Jr. about that. And I figured that I would have, so uh, yeah, I, never, I had to go back and check I never that. Never checked Jr.'s yeah, blog because I know they they were best friends yeah. uh, in the in the '80s and '90s. So, yes. You know, anyway, so speaking of tough guys, hmm. uh, we had a. Did we see a retirement this week, Chris? I think we did. Yeah. Well, at least uh, you know, in the northern part of uh, of, pro, of the uh, territory, <laughs> yeah. uh, Tommy Dreamer.
1: Yep. Yeah. I knew it. you had told me that he had been asking for his release or that he had asked for it, and I was like... Eh, I'm always feeding you rumors. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll believe it when I see it, so... Because
0: any, anything Tommy's done after 1999 yeah. has been like, well, every day he's in the ring is yeah. a miracle. I mean, the guy had yeah. freaking herniated discs he's, 10 years ago.
1: He's like a Shawn Michaels to me in that I I had already said, okay, well, his career is over. That was awesome. Thanks for what you did. And then he comes back Yeah, and... Makes all these this a new history for himself. So, yeah. Tommy's didn't quite felt quite like Sean's. I mean, we've yeah. I, he's he, kind of a running gag on this show, for right? Us.
0: To, well, to be fair, I don't think he expected that either. Yeah, and, and maybe he didn't even expect to ever hold the ECW title under Vince's yeah. regime. Yeah, he barely had it under Heyman's regime. Yeah, <laughs> he had it for
1: what thirty minutes, uh, if that. Yeah, yeah, the, if that. the span of a match. Yeah, and so. uh, do you so, – I mean? So what was the point of him winning the uh, ECW title back earlier last year? To I give mean, him
0: that one run. I mean, I, I, I think it's then he went for his heart back
1: to what he was doing.
0: I, I understand that. I'm, I'm not going to defend what they did post losing the title. And yeah. even he even had that look like I never really got a proper rematch for this damn thing. Yeah. I don't even think did he ever get like a one on one straight one on one rematch for that title. I
1: don't remember. I kind of don't think so.
0: I don't think so either. Maybe he did on you know one of the weekly shows, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. But you know, I mean, to be fair, you know, they, they, they gave him his last run, probably knowing that, you know, maybe this next year he's not going to be doing it anymore. Yeah. So I'm glad they at least gave him that respect. Yeah.
1: I mean, they did. I mean, they let him close out the show, and it was pretty emotional. Beulah was there with yeah. uh, their their twin girls. Yeah. So, uh, And I, I did like that they didn't show Beulah until the very end. She was on the opposite side of where the camera was. Yeah. So you weren't really sure. If you had seen Beulah in the crowd beforehand, you had been like, yeah. Tommy's definitely losing. Yeah. This Cause, is it.
0: Exactly, because when is she so, ever there? So that was yeah. smart for them to do that, yeah. for sure. Yeah, because when he was talking about his family, I didn't think they were there. Yeah. You know, I don't even know how much of a fan she is of him doing it still. Yeah. Because I've even read interviews, you know, and I think maybe Tommy's actually said it like, you know, he's like, I can't even sleep on my back. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that obviously bothers her. It has yeah. to. So. So,
1: I mean... Yeah, it's been a pretty sad couple of weeks. I mean, yeah, man. Happy know. New Year, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I well, mean, so uh
0: the, and of course the the uh the elephant in the room is uh the one with the Singapore Cane and also wondering uh so you think Tommy's uh you think he did that just in time to be part of TNA's big push? I don't think so. Yeah. But to be fair, you don't think that he could sign with them and get more television time than he was getting.
1: I'm sure he could, and I'm sure. I, I think, mean, I'm I sure think that goes without saying. Yeah, he'd fit right in with. I mean, they've got Team 3D and they Rhino got Raven. And Raven, give him something Stevie. to do. Yeah. So, I mean, he could fit right in with them, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know if this. I don't know if this on. WWE was a full retirement, because he said, I'm leaving ECW. He never said, I'm retiring. Exactly. But, I mean, that's a huge deal for him, especially because he is ECW. He is. That this he is was... definitely the end of an era. And if ECW was to go under, I mean, I think, I'm not going to say I'm fine with it, but you know what, the the final chapter, I think, is closed because Tommy's gone.
0: It really did feel that way. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, maybe next week we should just call it something else. Yeah. I really was feeling that. When he laid the shirt down... Uh, on the ring, I was like, "That's really it, isn't it?" Because yeah. I know there's a lot of like, you know, really super duper hardcore fans that you know say ECW dead, but yeah. if the name's still there, it can still mean something. Yeah. It can, yeah. and, and I it really was, think
1: it obviously still meant something to Tommy.
0: It did. He couldn't even... Did you notice he couldn't even say it the last time he yeah. was in... Uh, when he did his normal Tree of well move? Yeah. He just kind of grunted it. The crowd said it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, was, I thought that was weird because he's always, like, loud-mouthed about it. And he yeah. kind of just gritted his teeth when he did it. I thought that was really... Yeah. It's like, man, he probably is doing that for the last time, isn't yeah. he? Or at least... Uh, at least in WWE, but yeah, you know, well, yeah, we've goofed on Tommy before, and you know, but, I, I mean, think he I, would get a kick out of some of yeah, that too. I
1: think it's it's always been pretty apparent that we we're fans of him. Yeah, I, a man that I never really thought I'd be a fan of, but I yeah. became a huge fan of him just because of who he is. Exactly.
0: And another guy we've met, solid dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah really got a nice picture guy. of
1: him up on the MySpace. Yeah, there you where go. Where he's so. like trying to punch me in the face. Yes, <laughs> and he didn't. To his credit, he didn't. Credit. No.
0: <laughs> but he didn't have a time machine either, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dreamer, we wish you uh, well. It it would be nice if, like I said, I always thought that the thing would be like Tommy would retire from in-ring competition, and they just put him in control of that library because, you know, that would be his ultimate fanboy dream is to be the head of the uh, archives. I could do that
1: the rest of my life, too.
0: (laughs) Anyway, Um,
1: big ups to uh, Zack Ryder. You retire, Tommy Dreamer.
0: That's something you can definitely put on your resume, yeah. and we will possibly never hear the end of it, which is fine. <laughs> Especially That's what from you... Rosa. I'm sure <laughs> she'll let everyone know. Yes. We can hear her. She might say it during a match. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. anyway, so I mentioned, I mentioned TNA already. So, uh, yeah. Uh, well, TNA, Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah. I, can one man even, like, completely kill the ratings of another that's making their, I mean, they're spending all this money. TNA's got all this promotion and all this money. WWE's, they're not even spending a dime. Yeah. They're not paying for, I mean, how many, have you really seen those commercials everywhere? Bret Hart's coming back to Raw. They're doing it during their
1: shows. Yeah, just on their shows. Yeah. Yeah. I think.
0: TNA is advertising on WWE television.
1: I think they did show it once on the New Year's Knockout Eve. Okay. I think they did show it once.
0: Interesting. Hmm. But, yeah, I mean, obviously TNA is spending a lot more time and effort and money to let everybody know that Hulk Hogan is coming. Yeah. Um,
1: So if I didn't have a DVR, which show would you watch if you had to pick one? Dude,
0: freaking Bret Hart is coming back to WWE for the first yeah. time. He's going to be on Raw for the first time since November 1997. Yep. I've seen Hulk Hogan on VH1, like, every day. <laughs> oh, uh, right now. I don't care who's showing up, you know. Okay, and I don't mean this as a major diss to TNA, because okay, we New Year's Knockout Eve. What did you tell me after you saw that show?
1: Um, I was talking
0: to you. What did you think of New Year's Eve? Knock, uh, New Year's Knockout Eve.
1: Oh yeah. Well, they showed the. Uh the top matches uh pay-per-view matches from tna for the year yes and i was like wow i'm even less excited than ever that hulk hogan is showing up because these matches that they had that did not involve hogan or any of hogan's wrestling prowess um blew me away i mean the triple threat match between joe daniels and uh, a.j was amazing it could have been the best match of the year possibly i, I think it
0: uh, i'd I said after I saw it, I think it is the match of the year.
1: And the fact that they had a they had a promo before that, like a package with Hogan, yeah. and he said literally, "I'm here to get these guys back on track because I have this uh, extensive wrestling knowledge. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them how to to get back to where they need to be." Yeah. And you, then you watch this match. Yeah. Yeah. No.
0: And uh, I love the you know I usually hate TNA fan chants. Yeah. But about what about 3 fourths of the way through that match the crowd starts chanting Screw Hulk Hogan yeah. Exactly.
1: There were there there were two chant two Hogan chants in there. Like one was like Screw Hogan and one the other one was like who needs Hogan.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. When you see things like that all they need the money they're spending on Hulk Hogan they can get somehow get these guys over with the average Joe. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, Joe should be the centerpiece of that freaking company once again. I just... That, Ooh, all three of those guys All three be. of those guys, yeah. I mean, but uh, J- Joe had... You know, he'd he been the outsider in that feud going yeah. in, you know, because it's all about Styles and Daniel's friendship c- yeah. coming to an end. And Joe's on the outs, like, just kind of stirring the shit. He's, he's just Joe stirring the pot, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just like Joey Legend. Yes. And, man, it, those guys are just ridiculous. And Hulk Hogan... And he, you know, he doesn't know shit about that world. He just yeah. doesn't. I'm sorry, he yeah. doesn't. I, I really do think that he just sticks his ass in it because he's jealous that he can't do it.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe, I, maybe
0: uh, he doesn't care.
1: I don't know. I don't know. But I, I was telling you, I've never been a fan of Sting. Really. I mean, he's he's good, but I've never really been a big fan. But the the AJ Sting match was really good. Yeah.
0: That that so. reminded me of the stuff that I used to see him do. Yeah. When I was a fan during the or NWA slash WCW yeah. days. You think
1: AJ is going to have a match like that with Hogan? Fuck no.
0: <laughs> Hogan can't... I'll, I'll tell you, I'll put it out there. I don't even think that Hogan could have a good match with Chris Jericho at this yeah. point.
1: <laughs> Probably not, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, did anybody beat the door down and say, dude, did you hear about the Ric Flair Hulk Hogan match overseas? Yeah. No. Yeah. And you always hear that Ric Flair
1: delivers the goods. Well, even the, the greatness of Shawn Michaels, he just goofed on Hogan when they had their match. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: that's one of my guilty pleasures that yeah. year. And uh, uh, Michaels the next night on Raw was freaking brilliant. But uh, <laughs> anyway, speaking of Raw, yeah. we got... I mean, they have more things booked that I think, as far as match-wise go, is going to easily win it for him. They got... Uh, uh, what uh, probably isn't the final payoff, but a a nice chapter in the Randy Orton Kofi Kingston feud. You got that going for you. You got a unified tag title match, the final chance of Chris Jericho, and a Jericho versus DX. Yeah, and uh, there's another match.
1: Is there? That's the only ones they're really hyping. Yeah, I mean you can tell that WWE is they're. They're putting together a solid show, but they're not really that concerned because both of those are rematches.
0: Exactly. I mean, yeah, this isn't something you haven't seen. Yeah. And TNA, I just found out, like, either today or yesterday, that they only had had the two knockouts matches hyped at this point. They yeah. had ODB versus Tara. Tara and Sarita and Taylor versus... Hamada and Kong. Thank you. Uh, they just announced a Steel Asylum cage match for the X Division title. Oh, really? So for the first time, I believe the first time on free TV, they're going to do that but who's in it. Do you know? X division guys. I think it's like everybody. Cause the last yeah. time they did this, it was like 20 freaking guys. Oh really? So um, it's a hodgepodge. I don't know what kind of match that is, but there's no way that WWE takes the X division seriously because yeah. why should they? TNA doesn't even they, take the X division it, yeah. seriously. So there you go. It's a wash. Uh, Hogan will, will give them a little bit of a boost in the ratings. Yeah. But I hope it's nothing significant to where they're thinking. Uh, and here's another thing. Hulk Hogan doesn't give a shit about the wrestling business. He only cares about the Hulk Hogan business. And you know why? Why? Because Hulk Hogan, when he signed with TNA, he didn't sign with TNA. He signed, he signed with Panda Energy. If TNA goes in the shitter, mm. Hogan still gets paid because he's going to be a Panda Energy employee. Wow. So he doesn't give so a he shit. Can do whatever he wants, and not that's care the about it. that's the equivalent. And he didn't do this at the time, even though it was like kind of the same kind of contract. Yeah. Um, uh, it, that'd be the same thing as if Hulk Hogan signed with CNN when yeah. he signed with WCW, oh, right? It like you know, I'm still I'm still on the salary. If they go, if they go belly up, I'm still getting paid, and that's yeah. exactly what Hogan put himself in that position. Whether right. you know, you could say it's a smart business move, and yes, it is. Because you you don't know if TNA is going to hemorrhage all the money they spent on Hogan. Yeah. But isn't that shit that he can sign? That's if it's retarded. his, if they go down, it's his fault, yeah. and he still gets paid.
1: Yeah.
0: And these other guys are, and all these other guys that he cares about so much to help them to bring them to the next level are out of a job. And he's, yeah. and you know what? Hogan, he's going to change the locks on his door after that. He's <laughs> yeah. not going to let those guys in. Yeah, you know mf has enough money to start his own fed and he tried to but he chicken shit it out earlier in the earlier in the in the uh in the 2000s yeah he took his tail and he went home they shot pilots that never air
1: oh really i didn't even know about that
0: yeah oh I'll, I'll get into that I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna dig that one up because he did they did do that wow yeah on the universal lot by the way wow. yeah this this fucking guy <laughs> you know <laughs> Bret Hart, motherfuckers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm super excited. I mean, tomorrow, regardless, I'm going to watch both shows. Yeah, of course. We're going to watch both. Thank you. I'm so glad you have a DVR, Chris. Yeah, it's going to be. It's a a historic night. It really is. Of course it is. You know, but
0: here's the thing. I said they are more concerned. WWE is more concerned with January 11th than they are January 4th. Same channel. Mm. Same channel is going to give them competition. And they will beat them closer in the ratings, if not beat them entirely. Yeah by UFC's free night, a yeah. fight night. Yeah. So that's why Mike Tyson is hosting on the 11th. Very oh, I can't smart wait for on that. Uh-huh. I can't wait. Very smart on their yeah. part. But then again, you got like, okay, UFC fight night, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Mike Tyson's going to have a live microphone, people. <laughs> Mike Tyson, live. Those Raws he was on, they were taped. Yeah. He's going to be live for the first <laughs> time. You notice they didn't give him a mic at WrestleMania? Yeah. Oh, he's going to have a live mic. Oh, okay. I just hope they fun. don't pre-tape his shit. I want him out yeah, there. I, I so. want him in the front row with a headset mic like us.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Well we just kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: right, so you ready? You ready for Monday night, Chris? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, well, I'm we're excited.
1: Re- I am really am excited. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Any other final thoughts before we go watch the shows?
1: Um, any anything, anything you hope to see happen tomorrow night?
0: Um, I am hoping. God, I and you just know it's gonna. By the way, you just know there's gonna be like a freaking NWO reunion. And I bet you they'll get them uh, all too. Yeah. I bet is you even after the Hall? this is yeah. Here's the thing: this is the kind of shit that Hogan will pull just for to get himself over because he got himself over with the help of yeah. those guys. I don't care what anybody yeah. says; they made him cool. Hull, Nash, and I'll even say Pac's gonna be there. How that's about exactly, that? Wow! Even after all the shit that's been said. They will all, at least a minimum of those four guys will be there.
1: But Dixie told me that they're not trying to recreate history.
0: Yeah, I, I, oh yeah, I know. And you don't think that if they sign Tommy, they're not going to try to do some sort of ECW invasion <laughs> angle? No. Oh no, no. hell no. And Rhino's going to be in it too, because he's like, I was there in 94, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> when I helped you get into this business, Tommy.
0: Yeah, man. Man, I was in Eastern Championship Wrestling. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? And they'll f- somehow figure out a way to get Jesse Neal in that stupid East of So they're not rewriting history. They're going to be like, yeah, see, look, look what we're doing. <laughs> and you think, boy, I was once again, you think, so McGinnis gets over there as Desmond Wolf, And then, like, literally, like, what, a week later, yeah. Hogan's coming in. You think he's yeah. like, oh, bollocks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: by the way, Desmond Wolf, yeah. Yeah, the guy that that could have you know they could have gotten behind. Yeah. as a franchise, we had player.
1: one of the three matches of the year being in the company for what like two months. Yeah. before the end of the year. Kurt Angle.
0: Yeah. So bringing Kurt Angle back to match of the year contender status. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Not that Angle couldn't do it on his own, but yeah, you know, Angle still got it. It's a guy that you base your company around, not a guy who's in his goddamn sixties, yeah. who was on crutches last year, and his it <laughs> is. I think has done as much to damage the business as he has to help it. Yeah, yeah. fuck that guy. <laughs> okay, sorry, so let's go watch our shows. This is a family show, right? <laughs> All right, let's go watch those shows. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys in like two seconds.: Welcome to Intermission.) intermission Ah. all right back from the intermission and uh, which has actually been what about 72 hours yeah about that yeah so we uh, we watched raw the night that it happened after the fact, like Monday night, like late night. Yes. Not live, but we watched it. <laughs> Almost live. Almost live. Tape delay. And we watched TNA. We just got done watching TNA here on a Wednesday evening. So yeah. probably the last wrestling fans on the planet to see that Impact show. <laughs> right. But it is interesting because we were, we were still kind of trying to match it up time-wise to what Raw was having on at the same time. Yeah. So I think we did a pretty decent job, especially that first hour.
1: Well, the first hour was unopposed, but I mean, yeah, the first hour of Raw. Right,
0: going into the second hour of TNA, which basically turns into Hulk Hogan's appearance versus Bret Hart's appearance, which you knew that was going to happen. Um, One thing I I do want to say right off the bat as it concerns Raw is, you know, of course, how could you not like the show? Yeah. But the thing that surprised me about it, is, you know, I expected Bret Hart to be, of course, the crux of the show. Yeah. And, of course, he was. But weren't you surprised, even though they had some good matches booked, weren't you surprised at how low-key the show was? I was
1: surprised by the lack of surprises. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: That's, I, you know, it, it's one of those, like, you know, they didn't pull out all the stops. Yeah. I think for two reasons. Number one... You know, why? Why do that? Because you have, you're building, the, what they are doing, this is the difference between, this shows you the difference, right or wrong, whether you're a fan, whether you're more of a TNA guy or a WWE guy, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter, you're a wrestling fan in general. But this shows you the absolute difference between the two companies. Look no further than these two shows. Right. Is, with Bret Hart and his WWE Vince McMahon storyline, they're obviously building up towards WrestleMania. Yeah. TNA
1: just said, "Wow, let's do it all in one night." Yeah, they really, they kind of, yeah, blew everything in that one night.
0: I was like, "I'm just gonna like say, let's see how funny, let's see how many people actually show up," because I did my absolute very, very best to stay away from spoilers and who was talking to who. I'm not saying I was good about it all the time, but I was generally surprised, genuinely surprised at, uh, I'd say half the people that showed up on that thing.
1: I knew some of them. I got Flair and uh, Jeff Hardy spoiled for me. Yeah. And actually watching ECW the next night, if I didn't know Jeff was going to show up, I knew that he was after watching ECW because in the intro, uh, before ECW starts, you know how they took Hogan out of the intro when he signed. And put DiBiase in Yeah. They took uh, Jeff Hardy, his swanton, out of there and put Kofi Kingston in his place in the intro. (laughs) Jesus. And that Jeff one's a new addition because it took him forever to take Foley off the intro
0: from his Hell in the Cell dive. But Jeff Hardy so, was gone in one night, and <laughs> yeah, that's wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that was my thing. Is that there? It's a slow build. WWE they like telling stories and making those movies, and I think they're on to obviously something really intriguing with Bret Hart. Yeah, not not completely unexpected. I mean, no, no, not uh, of course you didn't expect Vince McMahon to do the right thing. Yeah, although. I still thought that there was something weird going on to where, you know, Sean's in cahoots with Vince. And maybe he will still be. Yeah. But what do you think about seeing Sean and Brett, like, publicly bury the hatchet, in quotes? I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. Pretty cool segment. Yeah. Just nothing I ever expected to see yeah. in that ring, ever. I remember JR actually blogged about it today, and he said, "Uh, I, I, it really seemed like we were eavesdropping. Which, yeah. You know... And that that's what made it a really good segment. Yeah. So, obviously, both guys are prepared and
1: cool with working each other. Otherwise, we would have never yeah. have seen that in a well, it's million. It's been twelve years. years. I mean, come on. I mean, if if you can't let bygones be bygones after this long a time, then yeah. there's something
0: wrong. I think both guys are completely different people. Yeah, and I think that's pretty obvious. And I'm I'm, I'm glad, and that I'm, I'm glad that both of them grew up enough to make this happen. It's yeah. it's it's like what Sean said. <laughs> you know, good things will happen. Yes, Nothing only, but good things. Yeah, only good things will happen. <laughs> so thank you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, no
1: problem. But yeah, I mean it was a good show. I mean, uh the if you just like are trying to compare the two shows, I mean the the knockouts versus the Divas representation, there's no contest. No contest. Because uh, TNA had Hamada and Kong versus Sarita and Wild. Yes, which, or as we call it, the wrestling house show, double date. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and unfortunately, I was pulling for Sarita and Taylor Wild, yeah. and they lost. I, I But told it was you I a really good match. It was one of the best matches they had like, yeah. on the whole night. I told you I would have put money on Hamada and Kong. Yeah. I'm
0: pretty, pretty sure that was a lock, but yeah. a nice uh, little upset quick roll-up, uh, yeah. which is the only way to beat Kong, apparently. Yeah. Um, that would have been,
1: yeah, been nice, too. Yeah, because see, that's the thing. They didn't go for the, the schoolgirl roll-up, because yeah. she's susceptible to that. If they had done it, they would have won. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, all those fancy moves don't mean a thing if you got that roll-up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially Taylor Wilde putting it on her. Yeah. But I think Hamada's on such a roll, I, I was actually... Yeah, well, Hamada beat both of them individually. Yeah. Kong ex- can beat anyone at any time, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. it'll It'll be cool to see him take him back, so... And mm-hmm. then the other knockouts match uh was uh, the uh title match where ODB got her belt back from Terra mm-hmm. which was too short for my liking but well, yeah. god that was the whole show every damn thing on the yeah. show was too short
0: of course except for your main event which we'll get into Thanks in a little bit of the talking segments my God, total non-stop acting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then, of course, what I was getting to is the raw representation of women, quote, wrestlers, was uh, the first round of a new uh, a tournament to determine a new Divas champion since Melina has apparently been injured at a house show. Yeah. Um, but it was Maurice versus Brie Bella. And with the most <laughs> retarded switch out I've ever seen in my life, because Maurice saw <laughs> her. hello. hell, hell. How loud did I laugh when that happened? (laughs) What was the whole plan behind that switch out, to just sit there? I mean, Maurice was probably going to go and kick whoever it was anyway, regardless of having seen what had just happened.
0: How come she gets to be the smartest lady in the room after all this time, when the Bella switch has worked so many times? It worked against Victoria, Victoria, Tara, it worked against... It worked against Katie Lee. It worked it's, against like it, Natalia, but, I think.
1: But the, my whole point is, it wasn't that Maurice was the smartest woman in the room. It's that there was no point to the switch. They didn't <laughs> exactly. do anything. Exactly. That was retarded.
0: That made her look. I mean that that made her look really good.
1: At the same time, making the company and us look like total doofuses. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> But, yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, TNA got off to a, a rocky start with that Steel Asylum, oh which God. I was looking forward to. I
0: was, too, of course. You see the town there. Yeah. It's the entire X Division, Yeah. so we don't really have to go into that much detail. Yeah. You know who the X Division is. Okay, well, it's Lethal Consequences, Motor City Machine Guns, Suicide, Amazing Red, the the champion, uh, Homicide, and Kyoshi. Yes. I think I got them all. Yeah train wreck
1: of a match yeah it, couldn't see anything it was really short you couldn't see anything with that huge red cage everywhere yeah. and uh incident disqualification what
0: yeah it's, it's it's the steel asylum uh a cage match with like borderline to hell in the cell like you yeah. know you know ridiculous like trappings you know And it's a no contest. Yeah. The bell rings because Homicide has a weapon. Yeah. (laughs) The whole... The whole...
1: Homicide tries to climb out of the cage, and he can't do it, and it's taking him, like, ten minutes, Uh, and then everybody starts to climb after him to, like... To to help him, obviously, because it was obvious they were there to give him a boost, (laughs) because
0: four dudes literally started climbing that thing, and then Homicide is just hanging there like, help! <laughs> help me! <laughs> they just kept live- the camera on him as he gonna <laughs> Yeah, live so without a net, and he was hoping there would be a net, yeah. because, yeah, and it, uh, and it was obvious that they were going to boost him, because once he just gave
1: up and, yeah. like, fell to the ring floor... Yeah. Then they all just gave up on climbing. <laughs> they, I mean, obviously, they, all left. Yeah. they all went down. <laughs> obviously he had to get out of the cage somehow because that's when Jeff Hardy shows up out of the crowd. Yeah, Jeff who, Hardy is in TNA yeah, now, kids. Who, I got that spoiled for me. I knew he was going to show up. Yeah. So, And attacks uh, homicide. So, yes. yes.
0: Anyway. Mm-hmm. You think he just signed with TNA just so they would play his song again? So he could <laughs> Probably. He was singing board. along to
1: it as he came to the ring. <laughs> yeah. Or as he was sitting on top of the bright red cage.
0: Yeah, well, what else is he going to do? That's true. <laughs> he's
1: going to sit there. That's true. And then he's going to go paint. <laughs> uh, it's good to see Shannon Moore, uh, though. I say. Yeah, good to see Shannon Moore. We actually, uh, for TNA, actually, we did some pros and cons. We, like, made a list just to see, like... Trying the, to be fair. Yeah, trying to, like, see what the average was and... Unfortunately, the cons did outweigh the pros on our little list here. But uh, well, what's
0: the first pro we got? on Well, here? the
1: first pro we got was actually Creed coming back to TV because he's been gone for so long. Yeah. So it there's takes, a- it takes a three hour show to to fit Creed in. <laughs> yeah. What you been doing, Creed? I've been yeah. growing a goatee. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> and uh, also another pro that we saw Shannon Moore seeing Shannon Moore back. That's good. I mean, I'm glad that he came to TNA, but the con. We put Jeff Hardy in the con section just mainly because like I said, he probably will be a con pretty soon. His legal <laughs> problems still aren't done so yeah. He has yeah, been cleared of yeah. charges.
0: And plus I, I made the I was trying to you know, trying to kinda I went back and forth with the Jeff Hardy appearance. And you know, I don't know terribly much about the, you know, backstage stuff and inner workings yeah. but what I do know this. Is the WWE has a lot of money. I know it's not all about the fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> um. And there's pros and cons with working with TNA versus WWE. I realize yeah. that. The schedule's easier with TNA. Obviously, that is attractive to pretty much anybody. Yeah. And Jeff Hardy being one of those big proponents of it, which is the main reason why he left the first time to go to TNA in the first place. So that's one of the things. I understand that part about it. But the thing I had been hearing for a few months now, at least if you believe your rumor mills, is that, and obviously, they were doing this in the storyline, is that the, he has a built-in, one-off match with CM Punk for WrestleMania 26, Yeah. and now that's obviously not going to happen. Yeah. But if he'd have just done that one match at Mania, he could have made just as much money as he could work in six months in TNA, Yeah, probably. which is probably what he's going to wind up doing, and that's yeah. it. Prove me wrong, but still. Yeah. Hey, with
1: as many people that showed up on that show, on that impact... I mean, he's he's lost in the shuffle already. Half that half of the people that showed up tonight are lost in the shuffle. Yeah. I feel bi- I feel bad enough for the regulars. How many of those people do you think are going to show back up though, or do you think a lot of them were just like one nighters? I the ones I hope the most that were just
0: one nighters are obviously the fucking yeah. nasty boys. Yeah, because building up a nasty they're, boys yeah. versus Team 3D match, they're going to have to do that off somehow. Not blowing my skirt up at all. No. If anything, it'd be nice if Team 3D showed up and the Nasty Boys weren't there, and they were like, well, yeah, they talk shit when we're not here. Yeah. That would be nice, and then you never see them again. I kind of wish they'd have been... TNA would have proven themselves to be on the cutting edge if they'd have had more of Hogan's friends show up, and they get, like, denied. Yeah. Like, it's a swerve. Mm. That would have worked for me. Uh, The fact that the Nasty Boys got three segments... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, was pretty retarded. (laughs) ...proves that
1: they're not... Here to change anything. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that kind of leads me to one of our, uh, another con on here, because uh, Bubba the Love Sponge actually was uh, on the show. Apparently, that was the only show he was going to be on, if yeah. what you're telling me is true. Yes. Yeah. So, what was that? What were you saying about.
0: He, um, I, I read, the, and he talked about this on his radio show. The TNA gave him like a thousand passes to give out, you know, mm-hmm. for attending the, the big Hulk Hogan show. Yeah. And apparently, the passes they gave him didn't work. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, they said that most of the people he gave passes to they got turned down at the gate (laughs) i'd have been pissed i mean i'm not the biggest bubba fan in the world i'm a big fan of his boss but uh man (laughs) i'd I'd have been pissed too i'm glad he went on the air and trashed him the next day which means he's not going to be working for him anymore
1: and that may put him on the outs with hogan too yeah which would be nice but yeah i don't like I don't like Hogan's friends having a job automatically. I mean, it reeks of nepotism. No, but dude, they got to earn their spot, don't they? (laughs) Oh, really? I thought
0: everybody had to earn their spot. (laughs) All right.
1: Um, But so Bubba was actually on the list for a con for me because I really don't have any use for him, although I don't really know him that well, but... Yeah, I mean, he could talk, but
0: look who we went from from backstage interviewers. Well, we how went did, from, how did he
1: talk? He couldn't talk on the show last night. He didn't do anything.
0: <laughs> he was just like, hey, look at here what I'm looking at yeah. over here. I'm looking at these guys are on the ground here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Beer <laughs> Money is there's some guy attacking people in the back all night. And Beer Money's laid out. They have a ladder on top of, I think it was James Storm. <laughs> Here's the deal. Let me not move the ladder here. I just want to tell you what I see here. He's talking to him, and he's trying to get the ladder off of him, but Bubba's right there, and he's just talking to him. He's like, I'm going to find out who did this, and uh, he's not helping him. I know that ladder's still on top of you, but
0: hold on. Hold fast, man. The trainers are on their way. Trainers are on their way. He didn't move shit. Yeah. He's like trying not to disturb the crime scene or something. (laughs) But it's yeah, like I William fig- Peterson's going to show up to promote the CSI uh, uh, reruns on Spike. <laughs> I did.
1: I figured out why so many people got turned away though, because the the Nasty Boys got turned away. Uh, okay. A Hall, Scott Hall, and a Sean Waltman, uh, X Pac yes. kid, whatever you want to call him. Yes. Uh, they Pac. showed up. They got turned away. Foley um, got turned away. Foley got turned away. I figured out why. It's because Bubba thinking they were friends of Hogan, he was going to give them the passes. And they're like, yeah, we're we're. We're invited. Hogan invited us. These are passes from Hogan, and they get to the door and they get turned away by the, security. They got so, the Bubba passes. Yeah. <laughs> they got the Bubba passes. That's why they couldn't get in. Yeah,
0: I think the, I think the good writers that they have on staff still got turned away too. <laughs> Anybody that yeah. they had left.
1: <laughs> um, another con we had was a uh, in the uh, it's been done before file was a uh, strip poker. With the uh, beautiful people, yeah,
0: they they couldn't have gotten Balls Mahoney to drive yeah. the point
1: home. They could they could probably get him at this point. Yeah, if anyone remembers that ECW split screen of strip <laughs> poker while matches are going on. See, I'm jealous of you. You saw that show way after the I fact saw
0: it on YouTube. Yeah, I had to watch it live. <laughs> like like they were really forcing me to care. Yeah, and I've never I've still never gotten over that because yeah. they managed to make boobs not entertaining <laughs> and how do you not do that how do you do that
1: i don't know you understand they manage. unless
0: your name is lacy <laughs> i don't know how you manage to do that lacy van eric yes yes um who's the other lacy lacy
1: oh yeah yeah anymore. sorry yeah. my my no disrespect to the real lacy yeah <laughs> um but there was a pro that came out of the strip poker the return of well, the nameless man in a towel the man legally known as sean morley yes uh, also been Chief known Morley. before as Val Venus yes. and Chief Morley and the big Val and all those other yes. things. He's awesome. I'm, I'm glad. I hope he has an actual job and it wasn't just one
0: night. I, I hope so, too. Like I said, I, I think I put any any company is better for having him in there. Yeah, I, He's good enough to where he could be with any company on in the world, yeah. I think. A uh, man who had been very underutilized in his last, what, five years yeah. with the WWE. So... Those are those are the kind of people I want to see come to TNA. Yeah, like like Morley, uh, like Shannon Moore, people like that. I still my two biggest wishes for TNA. I wish nothing more than for at least Charlie Haas to be there. Yeah, you know, and I would almost say Shelton Benjamin to a point. Yeah, because there's only so, how much more can he do for that company? Yeah, to where he can't even win a ladder match. Yeah, he's 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 Mister Ladder Match without ever having won one. Right. <laughs> He's there to make everyone else look good. Yeah. So basically, Haas and Benjamin, those are probably the two biggest, the gets, world's greatest tag team. Yeah. World's greatest tag team. Yeah. So uh, good luck to Morley. Like I said, with Morley, you got a veteran. You've got a guy who's going to put on a good match. You got a guy who could probably train. Mm. You know, it's solid. That that's a guy you hire for yeah. sure. Not you know, I'd rather really get ten of those guys in one Hogan. Yeah. And you still don't even get
1: near the cap they're paying them. All right. Um, the other wrestling on the show was kind of 50-50, uh, the TNA show anyway. Um, Every
0: match, we were saying every matchup was phenomenal.
1: Every matchup was really good. Some of the matches, not so much though. Like the Steel Asylum on paper looks awesome, but of Mm -hmm. course it ended with the, like, retarded, uh, no contest. Um, there was Raven and, uh, Dr. Stevie versus Matt Morgan and Hernandez, which lasted all of like a minute.
0: Yeah. If that.
1: Yeah. So, Um, Matt Morgan
0: and Hernandez did win, which means they're the number one contenders for the tag title match, which we never had a winner of. Yeah, because it never happened because Beer Money got attacked. Exactly. So, it was supposed to be Beer Money. the
1: tag team champions, the British Invasion, weren't even on the show. Right.
0: So, So. the British Invasion, who are the tag champions, were not even there. You didn't even see them once. You saw them on a graphic. Yeah. And Beer Money got beat up in the back, along with, like, what, four other guys in the X Division? Uh, Motor City
1: Machine Guns and Rhino. Okay, Rhino. Because Rhino was also yeah. supposed to be in a barbed wire <laughs> match. <laughs> barbed wire match versus Abyss. a barbed wire match with Abyss. And you don't advertise a gimmick match like that and yeah. don't deliver.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming both matches are getting bumped to the pay-per-view. I guess.
1: But, I mean, we did get to see, out of that, we got to see Abyss versus uh, Samoa Joe, which, was, which one was one of the good matches of the, the night. Match.
0: And apparently the first time they were wrestling each other.
1: Yeah. Um, we also saw Desmond Wolf versus The Pope. Which that was match of the night, for, uh, as far as the match I would have been
0: looking forward
1: to the most. Yeah, it was so. I mean, it was amazing, but it was so short. It was hard to like say it was like a great match. It was like a regular Impact match. Yeah. And then the main event was uh, the world title, uh, Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles, and they let him go, and they which, had a really great match, which
0: was originally supposed to be on the
1: pay per view, and it yeah. probably still will be. It probably still will be. Yeah. Uh,
0: but you know, they gave Bischoff the Bischoff is basically, by the way, the GM of Impact. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they let they let AJ and Kurt go for, what, about 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Damn good. And, like, multiple near falls
1: that actually had me believe in yeah. it. It took three Styles clashes and two 450s to put angle down. Yeah. Uh, yeah you know. Two uh, angle slams, one from the top rope, and yeah. neither one of those got AJ.
0: So. About three angle locks. Yeah. One was, like, the one that you don't get out Where of. You but you find the leg. Yeah, still managed to get out of. out of it. And so, Ric
1: Flair showed up for no reason. Okay,
0: yeah, that we need to get into that, because obviously it's the elephant in the room that we're not talking about, and we might be a little, we're probably being a little snobby by not mentioning it. So, yeah, Ric Flair shows up in, like, what, the second or third segment? Yeah. He gets out of a limo, because everybody thinks it's Hogan, of course, yeah. and that's the re- Flair comes out, and then, like, there's a row of people waiting there to shake his hand, which is cool. And all of a sudden, Flair seems to
1: go to the bathroom for, like, an hour and a half. Yeah, he yeah, straight to the bathroom, and you don't two see hours. him. Two hours. Yeah, for two hours.
0: yeah. I mean, he's not there. He's not walking around. He's not talking to anybody. No one's grabbed him for an interview. Nobody's doing their job. Flair's in the bowl with the Wall Street Journal. And he comes out two-thirds of the way into the Angle-Styles match. And you know what he does, kids? He watches the match from the top of the ramp for about maybe ten minutes, including a commercial break. Maybe not even that much. And then he leaves. He doesn't leave after the match. He, he leaves, leaves during, during the match. During
1: the match. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have no explanation for it.
0: For no reason. And that just proves that there are too many people on the show. Why not save Ric Flair for your next special? Yeah. But if, if that's all you've got for him, yeah. oh, we're changing the format, we're you know, breaking format. There's no format here for yeah. Flair. There's nothing for yeah. him here. He didn't even get to talk, which yeah. is like... Is there a. Can you think of a better talker than Ric Flair? I mean, like. He's a better talker than Hogan. I'm sorry. He is. is. Always has been. You don't even put a mic in front of his face. You've got Ric fucking Flair on your three (laughs) hour show. Three hour show. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't say word one.
1: Nope. Not even a woo.
0: Not even a woo. Barely one from the crowd, yeah. which proves you how well they, they did for him. Yeah. And, and a show where Jerry
1: Sachs has more lines. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's unfortunate. Hmm. Makes you think. Speaking of people I don't really want to see back on TV, Orlando Jordan showed up interrupted <laughs> the Pope. The, oh, why, the Out of all the people you could have gotten, I mean. The low-rent version <laughs> yeah. of. Uh, this is
0: basically. I think they gave up on Orlando Jordan once they signed Elijah Burke, WWE did, which yeah. is the smart thing to do. Orlando Jordan, probably one of the. What do I call him? The, m- one of
1: the more underwhelming wrestlers of all time. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, it, well, he had a gimmick based on how fast he could lose a match. I mean, how, how awesome is that? <laughs> Not very. Yeah, and he was like, you know, JBL Shoeshine boy, yeah. basically. So, oh, my God, yeah. Ugh!
0: They had to give MVP that long run with the U.S. title just so they could erase him off the books. Yeah.
1: Good. <laughs> but there uh, there was a pro that I saw. Uh, Bobby Lashley is asking for his release. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's beating the curve because apparently uh, Hogan comes into the ring and says that if you can't talk and wrestle, you're gone, <laughs> yeah. basically. So Lashley, before that segment, he was like, want to go yeah, say, crystal said it but.
0: yeah L- Lashley must have brought a glass with him to put it up against the door during yeah. one of the meetings because he just went in there and said fuck it <laughs> gone I'm like good man you you made me uh, not hate you nearly as much as I usually do yeah.
1: and, and especially in a show where I'm half expecting to see Goldberg and warrior yeah <laughs> But I, I I did think it was funny that uh they keep talking about how he has to juggle like two careers, like his MMA and his his TNA career. <laughs> his That's, undefeated MMA. Yeah, his undefeated of like two, two MMA matches. matches. Yeah. And has he has Bing. he had a match as after since he's been in TNA? No, no. The, the last so. he
0: he fought Bob Sapp like six months yeah. ago. Which is impressive that he beat yeah. him. But two wins first of all is not
1: enough to brag about undefeated yeah. and it's not, it's not ju- it's not hard to juggle when you only have one ball <laughs> yeah. it's I mean that's not juggling that's tossing a ball in the air or <laughs> just holding on to it so way to go
0: uh, you know I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing enough yellow in the crowd by the way um, <laughs> when I look down to the TNA Impact audience <laughs> no. all those Free Hulk Hogan shirts all Hogan actually it made me understand. want to make the crowd more yellow because <laughs> I wanted to I, yeah, I yeah. understand okay, okay yeah yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh yeah, speaking of the, the fans though, uh they did an interview segment at the very beginning where they went out to the crowd and like, Are you excited to have Hogan here? Yeah. yeah. I c I well, can't. Get stick. ready, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're going down, dude. Yeah. You got no idea what you in for. Yeah, I thought that was funny. I was like, no, I think he knows Hogan pretty well. Yeah, yeah. But there was, there was does. <laughs> there was one particular uh young man that they interviewed. Um yeah, the had, guy with the TNA tattoo. He had a TNA uh, tattoo on his right arm. Had the TNA T-shirt on. He had he actually had braids in his hair with like uh, yellow and red beads. Okay. And I was like, okay, that's that's fine. He's a pretty huge fan. He's probably one of those guys that are all, that's always there every week, like uh, Beard Money. Yeah. In the front row there, <laughs> we call him Beard Money. Yeah. So yeah. you are now a uh, low rent celebrity for the wrestling house. Yeah. <laughs> but. uh... I actually saw that guy later in the night. Oh yeah, where'd you see him? Yeah, when uh, when the nasty i up there. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> when the nasty boys were trashing the uh, 3D's locker room. Yeah, and the security guy comes in with donuts. Yeah. Um, the the guy that had the donuts that was the same guy. That was that fan from earlier. <laughs> the guy that said, "Watch out, man." Yeah. Apparently, he's T-D-A. such a big fan that they hired him on the spot. He's gave like, him a job.
0: Yeah, I crossed the line. I got a teenage tattoo. Really? You want a job? Yeah. yeah. You know what? That's probably
1: grounds for employment. Yeah. Here, carry these donuts to the nasty boys because <laughs> no one else wants to go near them. Yeah, and they smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> really. Really bad. bad. <laughs> Uh I just thought that was hilarious that they they couldn't find enough people to actually talk to that they had to have one of their employees go out and pretend to be a fan.
0: So cinder going that guy was the best representation of their fans because yeah. the rest of them were like toothless wonders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy, yeah, he's a wacky fan, but yeah, I'll give him I'll, yeah. I'll give him the benefit of a doubt. Yeah. Oh no. No, no, he
1: he's on the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> I did have, like how that first fan, that guy that looked like Sean William Scott, was saying, uh, I, I'm tired of this kiddie stuff. I want to see wrestling. Like, back, like back. I want to see the stuff like the Hogan and Andre days. Like, yeah, back when, when, we, you were a kid, when you were a kid. When it was popular with the kids. The kiddie stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, back when we had, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan uh, doing Mr. Nanny and yeah, guys dressed like clowns. And,
1: yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, you know... <laughs> People don't know what they're talking about when they open their mouths. <laughs> no, I they mean,
0: they do not. They really do not. WWE I mean,
1: is PG, yes, but they wrestle. And I don't. And
0: you know what else they do? They have they have bad guys that are questionable bad guys. Yeah. It's you talk about yeah TNA may they may cross the line there, but I like in WWE they blur the line. Yeah.
1: CM Punk to a point I is mean, not a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> he does heal things. He does. But yeah. But
0: I, that's the thing I like, is, like, Jericho has a ton of logic. Yeah. You know, when he's not completely incensed with something. Yeah. CM Punk has logic. Uh, You know, most of their bad guys are very cool, calculating, you know. Yeah. You know, they're not they're not
1: black and white. It's hard to dispute a lot of what a lot of their uh, bad guys say. Yeah. Because they speak the truth a lot of the time.
0: And TNA, if people want to go back to the way it was, that's fine. Stick with TNA. Because yeah. with TNA, you know, you have cartoony bad guys, and it's everything's, everything's very
1: obvious. Yeah. It is. But there was a little bit of confusion on my part. Uh, Jeff Jarrett comes out, yeah. like, towards the, kind of the middle of the show, and he's talking about, you know, I created this company. Um, I'm just happy to see that it's come this far, no matter what my position is now. I'm glad that Being we've very reached diplomatic. this point. And then Hogan comes up on the screen, and he's been doing the babyface thing all night, yeah. but he cuts kind of like a heel promo on Jeff Jarrett yeah. saying, nobody cares what but you he- did, yeah. who you are, yeah. and these fans that were just cheering him. And he's gonna like like yeah. say that what they just did with that cheering that you hear that doesn't yeah. matter they yeah. don't care
0: exactly if you didn't see the show like sure when Hogan comes out for his big segment which by the way included a completely full blown NWO reunion okay. of Hall Nash and Pac. Yeah. but yeah whatever we can talk about that later right. I don't really care yeah, um, yeah he basically and Jeff Jarrett got a great response yeah as he they should. they uh, and as he should but I was worried because they packed the, the place up with free Hogan fans. Yeah. You know, like they were giving them away at the door, along with the shirt. I didn't know what the the originals, what what the kind of reaction would be. But they obviously had enough hardcore fans in there, and good for them. Jeff Jarrett got a great response. And when he mentioned all those guys, they got a great response. He talked about AJ and Joe and Daniels and Beer Money. And everybody was like, yeah. And Jeff Jarrett had them eating out of his hand. And Hogan comes on, and he kills the crowd. (laughs) It was really weird, yeah. It was weird. He was cutting a very Hollywood... Hogan, I'm a politician, bad guy yeah. promo, pretty much. Yeah. Everybody's got to
1: earn their spot, brother. Yeah. Except for him and 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 Bischoff yeah. and Bubba Me, and
0: yeah, and fuck all these guys who've been working here seven years. They yeah. got, they still got to earn their spot. Yeah. It's, it's one of the. St- that's all they could come up with. They've had fucking months. Yeah. <laughs> to come up with something, and that's it. Yeah. Everybody, it's fair game. Everybody's gonna earn their spot. No, no, yeah, that rule goes out the window. When the Nasty Boys got on camera. Yeah, right. These guys, I, I'm just I'm beating the dead horse like they are. Seven years. Yeah. AJ Styles, seven years. He's got, to, he's got to, as soon as, you know, like I said, I made that joke whenever Styles beat Kurt Angle, fair and square in the center of the ring, yeah. I said, AJ
1: Styles, you still got to earn your spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is cause, probably cause true. Hogan came out right after that. I mean, yeah. he, that's not what he said. He said, like, you're awesome. You guys are awesome. But he took the spotlight away from what AJ and Angle just did. Yeah. So. he
0: did he should if they wanted Hogan on camera so bad for that last segment, they should have Hogan walk out to that ramp and stay on top of the ramp and literally just point to those two guys, give a thumbs up, and yeah. then walk away, yeah, but no, he just had to keep yeah. talking,
1: but you know I mean we're talking a lot of. Bad about the show. I didn't hate the show. I mean, it was like I said. Even if the
0: show was going to be dog shit, I still would have been entertained by it because yeah. it would be so wacky. I mean, they're bringing yeah. everything out for it. Fireworks yeah, I mean, it was
1: it was fun goofing on the the really retarded parts, which there were plenty of. Yeah. And then there was enough. I don't. That's not enough wrestling. It was a three hour <laughs> show, but there was. I want to know the breakdown on there. I want to yeah. know the breakdown of how much actual wrestling. I think. I mean, for me, the Angle AJ match kind of made up for any lack of wrestling anywhere Indeed. else. So. Um, as far as, like, Raw goes, I mean, I was disappointed that, like, what usually happens when there's not, like, one of those, like, established top-tier guys as a champion, the the title isn't the main event. It wasn't even the, like, halfway point main event. It, <laughs> it was wasn't. stuck in between. It was stuck in the second hour in the middle of it between the unified tag title match, which was really good, and yes. the uh, Kofi Orton match, which was good as well, but yep. Orton won again. Yeah. I mean, you're not going <laughs> to have Sheamus, like main event something i i don't know so i don't that's the part i that hate box. it when they do that they yeah. do that every time when there's a champion like that
0: yeah because seamus actually has skills this is not diesel we're talking yeah. about here you know
1: so i mean it was cool to see evan Bourne. i knew evan Bourne was going to get killed but he, he had a little he had a pretty good showing at, at the beginning
0: and hey he can actually talk apparently <laughs> apparently he talks now yeah which is important Yeah, (laughs) Sorry, I'm I'm taking a lot of Hogan
1: shots here. But yeah, um, speaking of the tag title match, uh, Jericho did lose. Jericho was off of Raw, at least that's what they said. We'll see how long they stick to it. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll see about that. Um, Don't don't you want to see Jericho confront Mike Tyson,
1: though, next week? Uh, Yeah, I do. I pretty
0: much will see anybody confront Mike Tyson. Yeah,
1: Mike Tyson with anybody.
0: Will Shawn Michaels get a receipt?
1: Yeah. I think Shad really needs to show up on... Crime Time really needs to show up because Shad used to be a bodyguard it, for Mike Tyson. Exactly. If they don't do that... They missed I'm, out. Yeah. That's a missed opportunity, absolutely. I'm already prepared to be mad. There you go. We're
0: putting you on notice, <laughs> WWE. Make it right. Because Crime Time uh, is definitely... I mean, they they brought him in for Shaq. They better yeah. bring him in for Tyson. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts on the shows? Uh. I just my my final thought is a thought I've I've voiced a couple of times already, which is I, I love how during that Hogan promo, his big epic promo at the beginning of the second hour of Impact, you know things are going to change, we're gonna we're gonna change a business and blah 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 blah, and who's all in the ring? Yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Sean
1: Wallman, and Eric Bischoff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not rewriting history. Dixie told me. Oh okay.
0: All right. Well, and maybe they'll prove me wrong. Maybe I'm being a dick. Uh, so. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> trying to be positive here. Okay, you know what? At the end of the day, it's, it's a pretty damn decent time to be a wrestling fan. It's the yeah. beginning of 2010. We're on the road to WrestleMania also. Yeah. That, the Royal Rumble's coming up. Yep. And you've got Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart and all these legends of wrestling yep. on television again. All over the place. And sometimes we're going to be there. Can be competing against each other, yeah. and you know what? That's not necessary. And that's we're not, talking about it, so it's not a bad thing. Yeah. And of course, competition is good for Vince because yeah. he does not need to be complacent. Yeah. You know, he's he's still isn't need, scared at all? They still need to work. Like I said, they're going. They got to be more worried about the 11th because yeah. they're competing against live UFC supercard. Yeah. So that's why Mike Tyson's on. Yeah. So looking forward to Tyson, man. But uh, you know what? Biggest con of the
1: night. No payoff for strip poker. Yep, <laughs> and putting that down. Yeah. I did think it was funny that there was a there was a picture of dogs playing poker in the same room <laughs> as the uh, beautiful people playing poker. Was that was that was that an insult or was that just a coincidence?
0: I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question.
1: But yeah, there should have been a payoff to that. I'm a little upset.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, tell you what. One one last thing. I'll ask you. Um... Who who would you really have liked to have seen on that impact? You know, returning or otherwise. Who do you think would have made that a better show? Um, put one person on that show. Uh, think Rob Van Dam would have made it good. Because that's what he kept saying.
1: Not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, I I like Rob Van Dam, but yeah. I don't think he's as great as everyone, especially yeah. himself, thinks that he is, and
0: probably not at this point either. Yeah. But I was I was even telling you that WWE officially released Tommy Dreamer as of this Monday, yeah. so. You know, in ninety days, TNA will be a little bit more interesting. Yeah, a little bit more
1: extreme. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and he'll join his buddies Raven and Stevie, and you know, do you maybe think he'll join him or fight him. He'd fight him. He, he hates Makes, Raven. Yeah, make something out of it. Yeah. They'll do something with it. At least they'll give them something to do yeah. too, instead it of sucks. losing yeah. in thirty seconds Might to one pro- kick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> well, I hope you guys uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening to this. At least halfway as much as you did watching the one-off Monday Night War for now. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, we'll just
1: and we'll do a few plugs and then we'll get out of here. Yes, um, you, by now you probably know you can go to wrestlinghouseshow.com to find the show. Our blog is there with my show links, Joey's show notes, which he will be updating. Pretty yes. Soon. yes, video notes are, are
0: back already from the relaunch episode, and uh, these two will be up by the time you hear this. And are you putting those on the blog or on MySpace? Uh, you know, man, I should probably put them on the blog. But I don't know That's a lot of videos usually Tell you what I'm going to link it I'm going to link it To the MySpace Because the MySpace would take all the crap memory And uh, you'll have the link To the video notes Please go to them From our blog And I'm actually blogging
1: too Regular blog So uh-huh. A miracle has happened So check those out um, We're also on Mevio now So go over there And if you're on Mevio If you have a profile Check us out You can stream the show From there Or from the blog Anywhere you can get it Also iTunes also, link and email us, please, at whs@wrestlingculture.com. At yeah,
0: whatever third party you go to to listen to us, whether it's iTunes or Medio, say something nice about us. It'd be like, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one. Later.
1: Old school Hollywood baseball. Jack 10 feet tall. Old school Hollywood baseball.
0: hulk hogan another reason i pray for nuclear holocaust within one minute because this fucking pituary retard walks the fucking planet i want you all to die when you watch wrestling what do you want to see different for tna Just the kiddie stuff, you know, I'm not a five-year-old, I like to see the guys get down and dirty, you know. They're fairies, one and all, aren't they? Admit it! Admit it! They put on their little panty tights and they all have circle jerks.
1: I just want to see some of the old school, I want to see some wrestling. I don't want to see some of this kid that we see nowadays, I want to see the stuff I grew up on.
0: They all have all the kids come back for autograph. Come here and sit on Hulk's lap, young man. Hey, what kind of hold is this, Hulk? It's called hoax. Special love, hoax. Yummy.
1: The visas, TNA. Old school Hollywood. Why stop Hollywood? Old school Hollywood. Hulk Hogan, greatest wrestler of all time, coming to TNA now.